0: Good afternoon, welcome into this edition of Daily Cards Live, this August 19th edition of Daily Card Lo- Cards Live. That's Bob Ramsey, I'm Matt Rocchio, filling in for Joe Rodder. we're going to talk a little Cardinals baseball today as they start a three-game series against the Arizona Diamondbacks in Arizona. Obviously, big topic today is the way they capped off that sweep against the Rockies in brilliant fashion. Obviously, over pretty quickly, it ended up being 13-0, but the only thing we really want to talk about though is is the four runs there in the middle obviously Albert Pujols the pinch hit grand slam the first of his career that very specific um delineation first of his career his 690th career home run just an incredible moment I loved the move by Ali Marmol overall first of all Ramer, how you doing today and and what did you think of that moment
1: doing great you know um I got to give credit uh to Dan McLaughlin who kind of saw the situation developing And I'm such a Brendan Donovan fan. And I it didn't occur to me that that Ollie may may make that move. But before before the pitch was the first two pitches were thrown to Albert, you know, Dan kind of said, Well, why not do it? And and I agree before the pitches, I go, you know what? He's right. Why not do it? Here's the guy that's dominating left hit left-hand pitchers. Why not? Now, the result was over and above what anybody expected that's where you kind of to be reasonable you have to kind of think about moves as they're happening or in your mind preparing for those moves to be made you know you can't just do results oriented thinking that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of a waste of time and pretty pretty silly but danny mack saw it coming and, and he was right about that and i agree with him now um not much more can be said on airwaves and in social media about in the last 24 hours about Albert Pujols. I have really nothing more to add to that because it's been magnificent. What I loved most though, is in that series, Lars Newt five walks. He was, he was seven of 13.
0: He was fantastic.
1: Brendan Donovan was five of eight hitting in the series. And it's a thing I've been harping harping on for six weeks, a couple of months. Got to get somebody on base in front of the big boys. Yep. And with 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 that happening at the top, you've got your two constants in Goldie and Nato. And then by pool holes being Pujols holes hitting fifth, now you've got a legitimate lineup that compares with just about everybody.
0: Yeah, it's, it's him. And, and, and like you said, Nolan Gorman, again, he's, he's been a, he's been a big one. I mean, over the last 14 games or so, he's got an OPS around a thousand. So he's been hitting the ball. You know, he's got eight extra, eight extra base hits in that, in that stretch uh, as well. You know, he, he, you know, absolutely just torched one yes, yesterday. Um, yeah. I mean, he, he's hitting it. Uh, Dylan Carlson cold off, cooled off a little bit, but I mean, the way, the way he had been hitting there for a while, gave you a lot of, confidence i mean I've, I've been i was said it before the trade deadline this is the, an offense that if it gets hot is enough to win a world series and now you know you get jose quintana you get jordan montgomery the way those guys are pitching especially jordan montgomery a sub one era 0.54 three and in his first three starts for the cardinals wants to go a little bit longer but pretty good results so far yeah. i mean Th- this offense—if you get poo-holes, you get a guy like Barr, you get Gorman going even better than he was. Hell, Tyler O'Neill hits—you know—anything above his weight. It, that you're you're looking at a plus offense.
1: I've never spoken to Montgomery, but I loved what I saw in him uh, two days ago. Where one, he wasn't buying into the Maddox claw. He didn't want any part of that. He's out there for business. And he did not want to give the ball to Ali Marmo. No.
0: Nope. I, I dig that. Them's the, them's the rules, though. Sorry, kid.
1: Yeah, but I like it. I like the fact that it, it appears that he's got that kind of mentality. And I think Michaelis and, and Wainwright and Montgomery, I think that all kind of fits together attitudinally. Now, three starts in, the guy starts blowing up. You know, who knows what we'll think at that point. But three starts in. You love the results, but as much as the results, I dig the attitude.
0: And pe- speaking of the pitching, I mean, it's been overshadowed because of the Pujols' uh, home run, but Adam Wainwright, seven innings pitched, Stud. seven strikeouts. There's an unbelievable game from him. The fact that they're yeah. getting those kind of appearances from him, it's been unbelievable. gives you a lot more confidence in the rotation. When you have Jordan Montgomery and you have Adam Wainwright, and, and then obviously you still have a guy like, guy like Miles Michaelis, I mean, that's – Giving you a lot of confidence that in a playoff series, specifically a wild card series where you're at home, Miles Michaelis, Adam Wainwright, Jordan Montgomery, specifically Michaelis and Waino, better at home than they have been away this entire season. But those three as your one, two, three in a wild card series gives you a lot of confidence.
1: Yeah, it does. And as, as we kind of tradi- uh, transition into talking about this weekend series in Phoenix, um, I don't think it's too early relative to looking ahead to the Cubs series, five games in four days, that um, it's time to start watching this bullpen now because this is the thing that they're still trying to figure out. And balancing and maximizing what you have, dealing with the issues you have in the bullpen in this next stretch of uh, eight or nine games is going to be absolutely critical. So let's starting tonight, Keep an eye on bullpen usage using who, when. You're going to have to be a little more careful with your so-called good guys, the guys you use when you're ahead versus the guys you use when you're behind. And um, this is going to be a real challenge for Ali the next, next week.
0: Cardinals and Diamondbacks starting that three-game series tonight, 8.40 p.m. because obviously they're in Arizona. They're from Chase Field. We do not yet have a lineup for the St. Louis Cardinals. We know that Miles Michaelis obviously will be on the hump. 9-9 nine and nine with a 3.44 ERA. He's been a little bit troublesome. You know, we'd like to see a good start from him against a bad team just to kind of settle down. He's, you know, has a five, you know, six, maybe even, I think it might be close to a seven ERA since the All-Star break. So you like to see a strong start from Miles Michaelis tonight. Hopefully he can beat up on a not, you know, a pretty bad lineup overall. Uh, There's a lot of lefties in the lineup today or potential lefties, I guess, here for for the Diamondbacks. They got a switch hitter there at the bottom. Let's go through their lineup really quickly here, leading off for them. Dalton Varshow playing center field, Emmanuel Rivera at second, Josh Rojas, their second baseman, a lefty batting third, Christian Walker DHing, Uh Jake McCarthy in right field batting fifth, Stone Garrett playing left field batting sixth, Sergio Alcantara, third base, Carson Kelly, the former Cardinal beh- behind the plate batting eighth, and then Geraldo Perdomo, their sh- shortstop, is there in the nine hole. So... Some lefties in there, maybe give Michaelis some trouble. Overall, it's not—it's not a good Diamondbacks lineup, and they should beat up on it. And on the other side, we don't have the Cardinals lineup yet, but Tommy Henry, uh, his fourth start of the season, the lefty starting for the Diamondbacks. So I'm not sure where exactly it is. Probably maybe in that five-hole you were talking about earlier, but expect to see Albert Pools in the lineup today for the same. Let me go Cardinals. back.
1: Let me go back to their lineup. Let me let me step back one on, on talking about the Diamondbacks lineup. Um, at home, they're capable of doing a little more damage. And the guy that's interesting to watch, even as recently as a few months ago, you kind of thought the Carson Kelly era might be dead. But lately, he's been playing a lot, and they've been playing him all over the 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 lineup—not in the field, but off. He hit leadoff the other day. Yeah, so they're trying to, and, and he's still. like when doing,
0: bad teams try stuff.
1: Yeah, and. You know, they made a commitment and a deal that Carson Kelly was going to be their catcher. And they're really trying to find a way to make it work. And I'm rooting for the guy. So let's see how he does, uh, how he does this weekend. You mentioned Tommy Henry. Here's a a kid that we don't know anything about. That's the first thing that's scary. He's a left-hander we don't know anything about. Two things that are scary. um, His two starts on the road were not good. Mm-hmm. But it was they were sandwiched around a home start that was good. Is it such a small sample size that those things don't matter? Maybe, but it's something to keep something to keep an eye on. Uh Tommy Henry. Then you got another left hander uh tomorrow in Bumgarner before Merrill Kelly comes in on Sunday. Kelly, by the way, might be the most underrated starter in the league this year. You start to look at his stuff and he's pretty good. He's pretty good, so we'll see how that plays out when we talk about it on Monday. But talking about tonight's lineup for the Cardinals, if it were me, I'd probably keep um, I'd probably keep Brendan Donovan in the lineup. Mm. I'm a Brendan Donovan honk. He gets on base. I want on base guys. Um, I think they'll go back to O'Neill though tonight against the left-hander. It frustrates me, but I think that's the thing. Um, I think you could go Edmund Carlson at the top. I think, based on recent history, they'll go Carlson O'Neill as the top two. Um, and they'll probably have Pujols five, and then on down through the lineup. But that's that's what would be those would be my expectations.
0: Yeah. I like all of that. They, they, I mean, again, it's going to be tricky. It's a, it's a left. You don't know anything about, I will say he did. He did allow a Homer the last time he was pitching in chase field. So, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe there's some consistency there Four, three starts, two homers allowed so far. Uh, maybe we see something there it it obviously at this point um every time there's a lefty, everyone's gonna be thinking it every time that you know there there's a lefty that comes out in the bullpen and there's a pinch hit situation, we're all gonna be thinking it. It's completely reasonable and it's fun it's it's added a completely different level to to a division you know run that kind of lost some of the steam when you saw the Brewers maybe weren't gonna really try that hard. Uh, so it's just been an, a really great added aspect to it. And obviously yesterday was, was a big example of that.
1: Yeah, and so we're talking about Albert getting eight or nine at bats, or if the offense is really clicking 10. Ooh. And then, wouldn't be surprised, um, seeing Ali now has so much confidence in Albert when he's swinging the bat well like he is to use him. You'd almost guarantee at least one at bat on Sunday Against a lefty coming out of the bullpen.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, if, there, if there's a lefty coming out of a bullpen, it's, I mean, there, it's, it's, a, it's yeah. a hundred percenter at this point. Yeah. It's, it's an absolute lock. Unless they're, unless it's deep in a game, and for some weird way they're short on the bench and they can't hit in a specific situation because of the whole DH. Maybe I don't I'm not you know maybe there's some very specific situations where it won't happen but other than that we're going to see pools a bunch this weekend. I think it's it's going to be awesome. Um you know I'd be shocked if he wasn't in the lineup today and if he can just get you know if he gets to 292, 293 in this next 10 days before the end of the month it's it could really I mean that that's kind of like that's the that's like the Dang. math though that's like the math you need to work for it to be possible is that he needs to get another two or so over the next week or so, and if he can get to two ninety two two ninety three and just be seven out through September, that's yeah. plausible and it, and obviously it's gonna depend how many lefties he faces, but anytime we can get a weekend where he's facing two out of three i I'm gonna be watching I'm gonna be watching every second I can,
1: yeah, yeah, I agree with that and and I love all the pomp and circumstance. But moreover, what I, to me, it's always about winning. And so when he's playing like this, it makes the Cardinals better and gives them a better chance to win. When, uh, he's not playing because of ceremony. He's not playing because of his legacy. He's playing because he's helping the club win. And I think that's the important thing. And I promise you, he thinks that's the most important thing, too.
0: Absolutely. By the way, uh, there's somebody here watching the the show, and I guarantee you they're saying, yeah, Merrill Kelly's amazing because he's been a steal for my fantasy team. (laughs) 10-5 with a 2.81 ERA through 24 starts. He's got an ERA plus of 144. I mean... He's You're good. right. Merrill, Merrill, Kelly's absolutely killing it. So we'll talk about that. Like you said, a little bit more on Monday tonight, obviously the big thing can pools get a home run. Can miles Michaelis really settle down and get back to his pre all-star break form. That's going to be big for the Cardinals going forward. We'll talk about what happens over the weekend against the diamondbacks on the other end of the weekend, Bob Ramsey. I hope you have a great weekend. in.
1: You know, I love talking to you about anything, including sports so there. it's good to see you buddy have a great weekend
0: absolutely you have a great weekend as well you'll be back here on monday i believe so with joe roderick this has yeah. been daily cards live on clavesonline.com a big thank you to our sponsors Ass st louis acura i have an appointment oh there's the way to point um Ass st louis acura i have an appointment with them next wednesday thank you so much for everything they do even if you haven't got your car i didn't get my car at Ass st louis acura but i take it there to get maintenance and they take care of me every single time they have so many uh open up appointments it's so easy to just go on their website book it they take care of you in the best possible way. They have a great waiting room with food and drinks. You can sit there as your car gets taken care of, or they have a great service where they'll set you up with a car or a, a shuttle service to get you where you need to go while your car is getting worked on. They're the absolute best. And of course, our sponsor as well, Royal Banks of Missouri.
1: Royal Banks, where better service means better banking in St. Louis and St. Charles, on the east side, in Granite and Jerseyville, and three new branches in Northeast Missouri. And all of them give you the great service that you've been become accustomed to for over half a century. Royal Banks of Missouri, where better service means better banking. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
0: There it is. Thank you so much, remember You have a great day. See you, buddy.
1: St. Louis Acura has almost 200 pre-owned vehicles in stock with inventory arriving daily and can offer the best trade-in value. While others raise their prices and fees, we choose to earn your repeat and referral business by not taking advantage of the current market situation. We invest in our team, becoming one of St. Louis's top places to work and fastest growing companies. St. Louis Acura remains committed to becoming better than ever for you. Located at Manchester and Mason Roads.